money is really the oxygen of our existence in the Western world. And uh, rightly or wrongly, there's a lot of people who who almost treat money as uh, as an evil perpetrator, uh, whereas if we embrace money as uh, the oxygen that will fuel our freedom and then master that money, uh, then uh, life becomes a lot easier. It's a podcast where we share great conversations with experts from all walks of life to uncover their secret know-how and where they invest their time, their skills and their money and the benefits that this has created. You see, the truth is that everyone invests every minute of every day. We're investing our time, our skills, our energy and our money in something. Some of us are investing consciously, some unconsciously, sometimes for good, sometimes for bad and sometimes for no impact. Get Invested will help you to start living by design, not by default. I'm going to help you to make it happen, not let it happen. You'll hear the top tips on how you can live with conscious intent so that you can live more, work less, and leave a living legacy by investing now. Listen to the show to discover the top tips on how to get started, make the most of your investment journey, and ultimately to be living your dream, not someone else's. More episodes can be found on iTunes, or at bushymartin.com.au forward slash get invested. Thanks for listening, and now let's get invested. Hi, Freedom Fighters. What's your relationship with money? Is money your friend, or is it more a foe? How much do you focus on your spending versus your saving? On your income versus your investments. On your work versus your wealth. How proactive are you in managing your money? Now, my old man, Bushy Senior, always used to say to me that it isn't what you earn, it's what you spend that counts. So how sticky are you with money? How quickly does it slip through your fingers? How difficult do you find it to save money and set it aside when you're constantly inundated with one cost after another and expenses just seem to be always increasing? What if there was a way to automate your money management that creates a saving system by remote control without you having to do anything or worry about it at all once it's set up? Would this make your life easier and reduce your stress and worry about money? And the future? Would you be interested in learning a bit more about it? Well, if so, you're in luck. As today, we're re-releasing my interview with Josh Blakely on his popular Master Your Money show, where I outline our kick-ass money management system that I detail in my book, The Freedom Formula, as a foundational starting point to anyone who's looking to build wealth by stealth. Now, In a quite engaging discussion, I also share my views on where do you start, the importance of the right money mindset and what your money mindset needs to look like if you're going to achieve sustainable success, becoming passive aggressive and what this means, the criticality of having a rainy day war chest, how you can grow your parallel saving shadow. And uh, quite amusingly, how I earned my first dollar and where this led to. Now, I'm also interested to hear your best savings techniques. 
So feel free to email me at bushy at khgroup.com.au. That's bushy at khgroup.com.au. And the best and most innovative approach will win a copy of my book, Get Invested. Now, in our current time poor world, effective money management is absolutely foundational and critical as what you do on a day-to-day basis will determine your level of long-term success. So to gain some really easy tips, enjoy my relaxed conversation with Joss Bakley. Welcome listeners to the Master Your Money show. Uh, Today we're focusing on how to build your entrepreneurial and your financial mindset so that you make more money and accelerate your business. Now, I've put this this show together because I wanted to really dive into uh, some experts and some key leaders in the industry, um, both on how they've thought as an entrepreneur and and pursuing business, but also how they've thought financially along their journey and and really use that to to leverage and and, and build wealth as well. Because I hate seeing entrepreneurs uh, stuck stuck with money or or feeling like they're not sure how to get ahead with their finances, even though um, they started their business for that that purpose in the beginning. So we're going to dive right into it. Today, we have a really incredible expert uh, by the name of Bushy Martin. Now, Bushy Martin uh, is a property investor. He's, He's actually been able to live a financially free life through property. He's a mortgage broker. He runs a business. He does business mentoring, and he also um, he also runs a really incredible podcast um, called Get Invested, which is uh, all about uh, some really uh, cool interviews with people who've you've invested into areas of their life to to get where they are. And Bushy, we just want to thank you for for joining us on the show. I know there's going to be so much you're going to share with us, and uh, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about uh, <laughs> about uh, I did a quick recap then, but tell us a little bit more about uh, your journey so far and then what brought you here. Yeah, thanks, Josh. I really appreciate the opportunity to join you today and and the listeners there around starting to master your money because I guess it's one of the things I've learned along the the journey is that uh, money is really the oxygen of our existence in the Western world. And uh, rightly or wrongly, there's a lot of people who who almost treat money as uh, as an evil perpetrator, uh, whereas if we embrace money as uh, the oxygen that will fuel our freedom and then master that money, uh, then uh, life becomes a lot easier. So I'm really excited to contribute to uh, this event. I think it's going to be of awesome value to entrepreneurs, also entrepreneurs. I think uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who are aspiring to do things. Uh, I, I think there's a definite way to approach that. And I say that because I think I probably made every mistake you can make uh, early on, both in terms of my own investment journey, but also uh, building our business. So we're very keen to share some of those exercises. Uh, just to, I guess, add a little bit more to the, your really good introduction. Thanks, Josh. You didn't leave much uh, un, untouched there, which is which is great. Uh, I, I guess uh, what I've realised uh, through the School of Hard Knocks is that a lot of us uh, invest our time, our energy, our resources, our money in our career or our business, but we tend to forget what I call uh, wealth by stealth or or growing our shadow. And uh, what I mean by growing your shadow is that uh, if we uh, 
take on what I call a passive aggressive or an aggressively passive approach to life, then we're generating income that doesn't require us personally to make that happen. So everything we need to be doing in our business needs to be orientated around creating passive income. And what I mean by that is rather than uh, get a client to pay a lump sum for your product or service, get them to pay it on a monthly basis over a period of time. Uh, it also means though taking the income that you're generating from your business to invest in growth assets outside of that. So this is, this is a bit of a, a sliding door moment. You, know, you can sort of keep down your current path. I don't know whether you know the movie Sliding Doors, which uh, Gwyneth Paltrow uh, featured in quite some years ago, where uh, her whole life changed by a sliding door. She, either, she made the train and her life went in one direction or she missed the train and her life ended up in a completely different place. And uh, I think this event is a sliding door moment for a lot of your listeners because uh, they can either continue down the struggle street, and I know there's a lot of people who've jumped off the cliff uh, over the chasm into self-employment and suddenly found themselves in the desert working a lot harder than what they were before they decided to take that big step. Uh, their, their enthusiasm, their energy and their vision gets faded by the, the massive hours that they're putting in just to survive. Whereas if we adopt a, a mindset around being passively aggressive right from the outset and everything you do is orientated around that vision, both inside the business and in parallel with the business, then over time, you're going to be much more successful. So uh, does that, that give you a, a bit of a flavour at this stage, mate? Definitely, definitely. That's, um, that's great and that, that's, a, that's a key area that um, some of our other experts have touched on there as well. And I, I like that you mentioned one that takes time as well. And you said you learnt that through some of the School of Hard Knocks, um, which I know that you've been able to uh, step out of relying on a day job through that investing as well. But take us back through a bit of that journey to get to that place and, and what it looked like along the yeah. way. Yeah, okay. Well, my, my very first venture into business, Josh, was I think I was 23, 24, and uh, very naive. So I jumped into business with uh, another architect. We went in, in partnership. And uh, he, in a in very short story, he took me to the cleaners. So uh, I won't go into the nitty gritties of it, but uh, uh, he effectively uh, wiped me out over a two or three year period. And I ended up with no business and a massive debt wow. and a massive massive learning curve. So I was forced to go back into full-time employment as an architect at that point in time and then rebuild my uh, corporate career along that journey. But one of the one of the major learnings I took away from that was to if you're going to start a business, start with the end in mind. Get really clear on what the end game needs to look like. And uh, if I use the parallel in investing terms, Josh, Get really clear on your freedom numbers. And what I mean by your freedom numbers is uh, 
develop a really crystal clear vision driven around your values. So get, get really clear on what's important to you in terms of your values and then develop a lifestyle vision around that. So what is your perfect day, perfect week, perfect month, perfect year look like, both personally and professionally? So it becomes a very clear picture and that becomes a, both a magnet and a compass then to uh, help you make decisions day to day. So if that, if that vision is strong enough, then two things happen. You will uh, push through the speed humps and hurdles that are inevitably going to be presented to you when you build a business because uh, that's one of the very key mindsets that I think people need to have is it's going to be tough, so get ready for it. And yeah. success is a long-term journey uh, and it's an elite team sport and it's a game of finance. Business is a game of finance. Let's, let's not uh, think it's anything else. A lot of people get dazzled by developing this fantastic product and they focus just on the product. But if they don't focus on the cash flow and the affordability exercise, they're just not going to get there. They won't be around long enough to actually deliver the, the value and the benefit that solves the problems for the people they're looking to do. So uh, one of the take-homes, I think, for any uh, solopreneur or entrepreneur or even entrepreneur is to make sure that the cash flow affordability of the business is very clearly set up right from the get-go. Uh, so I'm, I'm sort of tackling a, a number of things here, but this is one of the key things that I think kills off a lot of businesses. And as you, you would know, uh, over 60% of uh, businesses don't survive past three years. Mm. So one of the key things I really suggest uh, your listeners focus in on is to build up a, a cash flow reserve bef before they start the business. So for those who are looking at this, I often say you've got to wake up, then you've got to fire up before you start up. And, and what I mean by those three things is uh, the fire-up piece is the most important piece because there's no point jumping over the cliff without a parachute, a safety net or a balloon. And uh, I, I believe if you're really going to survive that, that three-year desert phase while you're ramping up the income side of the business, you need to have a number of things on the go. So if we look at a, uh, a safety net side of the equation, then uh, maintain your employment income while you're building the business or have a side hustle that is producing the income. Mm. Uh, if you want to parachute, then a way of, of doing that, if, if you've got a partner, uh, then, and this is what my good wife and I did, we, we actually did what I call a baton pass. So uh, when my wife and I got together and had, had learned a lot of lessons from our earlier experiences in, in establishing our business, we consciously decided that one of us would continue in full-time employment to pay the bills while the other built the business. And then when, uh, so as a concrete example, our, our first entree into business was a property management business because everything, I, I had a, what I call a Kiyosaki moment when I went to a Robert Kiyosaki conference uh, here in uh, Adelaide at over 20 years ago, Josh. And it, that was a massive light bulb moment for me yeah. because it was like, okay, that's, I talk about passive aggressive now. That's where this passive aggressive light bulb came from. It's like, okay, everything I do now must have a passive income component to it. And if mm. it doesn't, I won't do it. Because if, if you're starting a business and you're as only as good as a 
uh, getting a lump sum for a product, then you're back. You're just back on a different treadmill mm. because uh, you've got to keep selling product to keep producing the income. If you if you monetize in a way that means you're getting a regular flow of income over a period of time, and you're building that that income flow progressively to a point where that income is completely covering your expenses, and then you've actually got time on your hands and you've got freedom on your hands, life becomes a very different equation. And that's exactly how Sonia and I built it. So uh, to give you a concrete example, uh, we started a property management business. So Sonia drove that wholly and solely while I actually still consulted uh, as a project manager and as an architect to government. So I was paying the bills while, while Sonia built the business. And then when the property management business got to the point where it was sustaining uh, our uh, costs and income needs, then I jumped ship and started our property investment advisory and finance business. And then the that business went extremely well uh, to the point where we then sold the property management business about three years ago so that Sonia did it and I are now working together in the business, which is part of our lifestyle vision, was to live, eat, work together, work from home, work from anywhere, and and put our time and energy into things that, that give us a lot of fulfilment. So uh, I, I can't emphasise enough the the importance of that cash flow piece. That that is the oxygen that it will you'll either uh, dive from lack of oxygen, which a lot of a lot of people do, or uh, that oxygen will fuel your freedom if you get that cash flow right. So embracing yeah. embracing cash flow as your friend is a very important part of making sure you survive long enough to thrive. Yeah, yeah. That's excellent, Bushy. There's a couple of things I like that at, at the beginning there and as a real practical example for, for anyone listening who hasn't done that to, to look at what, what does their ideal lifestyle look like and, uh, you know, starting with the end in mind, for their, their business goals so that they can actually um, pull, pull those dreams to life, as you were saying too. And then next step, stepping over into having that cash and that, that safety as well, which I'm, I'm curious of because, you know, I you hear a lot sometimes in, in business circles, entrepreneurial circles, people talking about burning the bridges. And if you don't have a plan B, then you can only focus on plan A. Um, I have an interesting thought on that too, but I'd love to hear love to hear what you think about that one. Well, I've heard that expression: uh, you should jump off the cliff and then build the wings as you as you fall. Uh, some people have have managed to survive doing that. They they haven't uh, had a tremendous crash at the bottom of the cliff, but statistics would tend to suggest otherwise. So I'm a I'm a very conservative uh, person by nature, Josh. Uh, so I like taking calculated risks. Yeah. So uh, I do a lot of due diligence. I do my homework. Uh, and I guess it comes from my architectural background. I I start with the end in mind and then work backwards today to look at what do I need to do today that's going to build that vision in the future. And uh, that means that I design things on paper before I do anything. So I'm I'm pretty mm-hmm. confident around jumping off the cliff. And I've normally got a, as I say, I've either got a, a safety net, a parachute, or, or the ultimate is to have a, a balloon that's uh, actually going to carry me upwards once I jump off that cliff. Yeah. And, that's, and that, that balloon is, is passive income. So if you build up a passive income stream, uh, the one thing I didn't mention in that is to what I call have a war chest. 
So uh, for those that are about to enter into business, if you've got some existing assets, and let's say you've got some property, then one of the cheapest uh, forms of money you can get your hands on is to actually use some of the equity in that property to fund uh, the establishment of your business. And if you, if you can work out what your monthly costs are and you know how much equity you can access, that tells you how long you're going to survive before yeah. your business has to stand on their feet. So, again, no rocket science with this. But if we come back to the start again, uh, and I, I've just uh, put some shape around your freedom numbers, one of the questions I always ask people is, how much is enough? Because a lot of us just chase money for the sake of chasing money. And that becomes a never-ending cycle. The more you have, the more you spend, uh, the more you have to do it and keep doing it. Whereas if you get really clear on what difference you're going to make in the world, what is what personally and professionally are you doing that is, is going to help people and uh, also satisfy your lifestyle goals, it's pretty easy to work out how much that lifestyle costs. It, again, it, you can, it's something we do with people all the time is yeah. monetize your ideal lifestyle and then you know that all you need to do is grow your business to a certain asset level and or park uh, some of the proceeds from your business in other growth assets like property and shares and, and other areas so that you're building that. And once, once your business or your other investments is giving you that income stream, that's game over. Yeah. That's job done. You, you then have the time and the freedom to put into things that are really important to you, and that may be continuing in your business, but uh, generally, fulfillment comes from freely helping others. So that might be helping others in your business, or that it may be solving other problems in the world, which, um, again, as an example, uh, my good wife and I, uh, as you know, Josh, are very big supporters of B1G1. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're using uh, the savings we're making for our clients so for every dollar we save them, we're giving a day's worth of life-giving water to people in Ethiopia. But we're also using the proceeds of the book and other aspects that we're doing to eliminate homelessness by keeping the pets of the homeless with the homeless uh, so that they both have companionship and hope and get back in their feet a lot earlier. So uh, if we start with that really clear vision of what we're trying to achieve and you know, if we talk about our own business, everyone in our business... Our, we have one very single mission, that is to create happy homes. Because if you create happy homes, you create happy families. If you create happy families, you, you create happy communities. Mm. So uh, that, that's what drives us in terms of, of what we're doing. So I, you know, I keep coming back to having that really clear vision in your mind's eye, starting there and then working backwards to, to where we are, monetizing that. So how much is that going to cost me? And then just building an asset through your business or through other investments that's going to give you that, and then life is pretty sweet. And that's and, that, and I've, I've got to say that from that mindset perspective, the one thing I have found over time, Josh, is that sustainable success, and I'm talking about sustainable, not overnight success or the one-hit wonders that, that we often hear about. Sustainable success is going to take you a minimum of ten and more likely fifteen years. Wow. So if you're going into your business knowing that that's going to be the case and you're embracing time as a friend and not putting massive expectations on yourself that's got to happen in one, two, three or, or even five years' time, then you're going in with the, the right framework to last the distances. And then if you're going to expect issues, which there inevitably are going to be issues, and you embrace them as learning opportunities, 
knowing that this is another, a further step along the road to that 15-year journey, you can actually start enjoying it more. Mm. So uh, I think that, that money mindset that you talk about, Josh, is a really key fundamental one in terms of starting with the, with the right aim in mind and with the right expe- expectations in mind so that you can then roll with the punches as you, as you work towards that. Yeah, yeah. I really like that what you just shared there. It's like you're stepping back. Um, you know, I, I find at times I can get too, too tunnel vision, too focused on the business. And if, if there's one specific thing isn't going how I, I wanted it to go, I expected it to go. That's, that's right. It, it does. But uh, I like that because it forces you to, to step back a bit and, and to think long term and to, um, yeah, enjoy the moment, enjoy time as opposed to thinking you've got to cram all this stuff in and you're, maybe not doing enough or, or, or whatnot as well in, in your story. Yeah. Cause, Cause you've just shared, you've just, and I, and I know uh, that, that process, that process you just talked about, you've, you and your wife have, have walked through that and you just shared the journey too. And I know you teach uh, other people and you guide other people on that journey as well. What was that time frame like um, before the property management business got to a place where you could then start focusing on what you really loved? Yeah. So, uh, well, and, and it, yeah, uh, I, I've, to put us in a position where we're living a very comfortable life, which we are now, it took 15 years, Josh. It mm-hmm. took 15 years. Uh, so, and that started with, uh, we, I, I call it living by design. So uh, my wife and I sat down at a restaurant uh, not long after we'd got together because I, I came out, unfortunately, out of a broken broken marriage, which which I found pretty tough. And I was determined not to end up in the same place. And a lot of that was because I'd become a workaholic. I'd become so obsessive about architecture, it consumed every living waking moment of my life that uh, understandably, I burnt a lot of key relationships as a consequence of that. And that was, that was a massive wake up call for me, Josh, mm-hmm. and started us on this journey to where we are now. So when I got together with Sonia, uh, the first thing we did was, okay, Let's start with how we actually truly want to live. Uh, we, we, I've got a vision board that I still refer to today uh, that's got all of the key aspects of how we want to live visually there. And uh, we started on that process with, as I say, the, the, the property management business. But to put us in a position where we've now got the, the freedom to give back, that took 15 years. Wow. So, yeah. so, uh, so and, and we did this bat and pass thing along that along that journey progressively until we're now safely in that position where we're working together and enjoying life on the farm with the dogs and and uh, the wildlife around us excellent yeah thank you for thank you for just sharing so much of your journey there because there's tremendous uh, insight into that for other people listening and watching who are at different stages of that journey there so dive into that again starting starting with the why and the vision board to uh, you know, as a, as a practical way of, of working that out. So uh, that's, a, that's great. Thank you, Bushy. Um, there's one other question I've been really diving into with my experts is, is around that money mindset and how it all starts. And, uh, you know, everything we do with money uh, is a result of uh, how we think about it, how we've experienced money subconsciously, consciously as well. I'd love to dive into what, what was the very first experience that you can remember having with money? Yeah, I was pretty miserly as a kid. Uh, Scrooge McMartin is what they used to call me when I was a kid, Josh. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I had two brothers 
and um, uh, our hobby, I'm a country boy, so I uh, spent a lot of my time in country Victoria when I was growing up, actually. And uh, mum and dad were hardworking. There, there wasn't a lot of money to, to throw around. Uh, so any money that we spent, we had to find ourselves. And I mean, literally fine. So I can remember from a very early age, uh, after school, we would be riding around looking for empty soft drink bottles. And the soft drink bottles, we would then uh, cash in at the, the local shop. And uh, that bought us, you know, and, and you'll find this pretty interesting, but I used to be able to buy a bag of lollies for one cent. Uh, and this, is, this is back in the, the 1960s, so I'm showing my vintage clearly here, Josh. But uh, what I learned pretty early on about money is that uh, you've got to go and earn it yourself. So uh, right from the get-go, I was a very, uh, very studious around money. So uh, I remember I wanted to get a record player. It's, again, this is, this is the vintage I'm talking about. This is back in the days of LPs and 45s. Uh, my brother and I saved up $40 to buy a, a brand-new record player, and I managed to find a second-hand one for 10 bucks, uh, which meant that I had $30 to spend on albums and yeah. And, uh, so uh, that was an absolute bargain. And then uh, to put to put us through uh, high school, uh, we started a sticker club. Uh, we we're in a country town, and and uh, stickers, great big stickers on uh, hotels and all the rest of it. We started making stickers and selling it to the other kids. Okay. And then one of the things we used to do on weekends uh, was to uh, go to the golf club. Uh, we'd, we'd go up there with our rubber boots and our gum boots, jump in the creeks and fish out out of the dams, fish out all of the balls that the players had lost and then sell it back to them at the clubhouse. Mm. So uh, I guess that was our, our pretty much our, our first t- taste of money. But because money was pretty tough, the I guess the subliminal message is if you want money, you've got to go out and get it. Mm. And you need to be creative about it and you need to work hard to do it. Now, that was good. Uh, and as I say, to a degree, that led me in the path that I went through with, with architecture. But what I hadn't twigged on was that passive-aggressive approach that, that then dawned on me when I was lucky enough to go to see Robert Kiyosaki at one of his live conferences in Adelaide. And uh, if it's one thing that I would like to impart on your listeners is pick up that lesson early. Uh, your parallel self, your shadow, grow your shadow was the analogy I like to use. So you, you continue to focus on your career and your business, but grow your shadow by investing at least 10% and preferably 20% of everything you earn in that. So one of the really simple things to start off with, because people often say, oh, look, I don't know where to start with all of this. How do I start? Really simple. In this day and age, I, I, and I talk about this in my book, The Freedom Formula, set up what I call the, the kick-ass money management system. And uh, the ARS, uh, the AAS, is a, an auto-saver system. And it's really simple, Josh, and it revolves around just three really simple accounts. So you have what I call a freedom account, yeah. which is where... All of your income goes into that. Now, if you've got a home, then that's your offset account. So everything that you get goes into that offset account. And then you transfer 50% of that into what I call your 
uh, everyday expenses account. So that pays for all of your normal expenses. So that can be your your rates, your taxes, your rent. It might be school keys, school fees for the kids. All of the all of the stuff that's uh, tangible and regular. Uh, and then the third account is your what I call the living account or your discretionary account, and thirty percent of your income goes into that. And it's a debit card, so you set it up as a debit card. So once that thirty percent's gone between payments, whether that be pay from your employer or pay from your business, there's no more until the the next round. Mm. And what that does is if you've got 50% going into that and 30% going into your living discretionary account, that means that 20% is accumulating progressively in your freedom account. Yeah. And that's going to get, you'll be amazed at how quickly that accumulates over time. And that will form the deposit for a property or a lump that you can put into shares or equities. You can start growing that parallel self. So uh, I can't emphasize enough the importance. doesn't matter what position you're in and how much you're earning. Keep 20% aside, stick that in the freedom account and don't touch it. That's your untouchable money. That's just going to sl- slowly grow over time. And the exponential impact, you know, I, I, I often refer to as giving yourself TLC. So it's a different form of tender loving care. It's using T for time. So embracing time as your friend leveraging other people on other people's money and then the magic of compounding interest, mm. which is an exponential curve over time is going to produce massive results. Yeah. And as I say, magically, uh, magically and not so magically, whether it be in nature or, or everywhere else, that takes 15 years. So if you go in knowing that and you just stick that money aside and it's growing progressively over that 15-year period and suddenly you've got a, a nest egg at the end of the 15 years that can fund every other aspect of your life so that you're doing stuff because you want to, not because you have to, life changes substantially at that point. Mm. That's great. I love that name, Freedom Account. This gets you excited thinking about it, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so simple. The, the, the really good news now is that with the apps and the banking systems that are now available to us, once you've got it set up, it's set and forget. It's automatic. It just does mm-hmm. it itself. Money goes into the freedom count. 50% goes into your uh, living expenses. And that, that can be a credit card because it gets paid off at the end of the month and you, you might take advantages some of the rewards but that that can be dangerous too for some people uh and then the debit card which has a a fixed limit once it's gone it's gone once that's set up you the only only thing you need to focus on is that 30 percent yeah so if you and and once you can only spend that 30 percent that drives your habits Mm. because you're not thinking about the 100 percent anymore you're only focusing on gee i've got to make the 30 percent last until the next time they get paid yeah so uh, no rocket science, it's, it's pretty simple, but it's the simple things that we're doing on a regular basis. That's that old story. If, if you just make a 1% improvement today, that means you're going to be 356% better at the end of the year. Yeah, that's right. So uh, adopting that success takes time approach uh, and giving yourself plenty of TLC, then you're going to be in good shape long term. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, look, there's there's so much in that as well. Um, I, I'd also like to talk about, uh, and we talked about money, we talked about business, we talked about entrepreneurship as well. Um, 
I'd love to focus in on just the one key thing in each of those areas that have made the biggest difference. Um, you've shared so many kind of key insights along this journey too. So um, f- for you, what, what has been your number one uh, driver for your, your financial mindset? Passive aggressive. Yeah. Uh, I, I know I've that said one. it a number of times already, but that really is the absolute key for those. Uh, I think it was Einstein who said that uh, compounding growth is the eighth wonder of the world. Those who embrace it will master it. Those that don't, it will master them. Mm. Now, I've slightly paraphrased that. It might be absolutely spot on, but that, that is that the eighth wonder of the world. That's what he uh, classes compound, the magic of compounding returns. And that's just that's uh, doing something consistently over a period of time uh, and letting that compounding growth do its work. Yeah, I mean, the, one of the one of the very simple examples I use when I, I talk to people, Josh, is uh, if I was to give you a choice of giving you three million dollars right here, right now, or I give you one cent today, mm-hmm. two cents tomorrow, four cents the day after, doubling for the next month, which one would you take? You take the second one when you understand the power of compound interest. Yeah. I mean, the temptation for most people in our day and age is to take the money and run. But for those that are smart enough to recognise that that the time impact of that 31 days is going to give you uh, over $10 million, then uh, that's the mindset we need. So it's not the – and this is about delayed gratification. I think that one of the biggest things we're missing in this delayed age is uh, everything around us is instant. So I, I call it the iPhone instant everything age that we live in because we're used to pressing a button and bang, we've got it. Or if we want something, bang, we stick it on credit and we've got it. Uh, there's no no delay gratification in recognising that, uh, you know, I, I, I thank my good father for this. He always said to me, you can have anything you want in life as soon as you've saved the money to buy it. Mm-hmm. So the little point. lessons early on, I said to Dad, can I, I want to get a car. He said, yeah, you can get a car tomorrow as soon as you've saved up the money, son. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, that, and I've got to thank him for that, actually, because that, yeah. that approach then pretty much uh, approached everything we've done. And I, when we started our business, Josh, now I've had a, few, a number of iterations as, it, as it's grown. One of the premises of the business was we will not go into debt. So if the business can't fund itself, we don't survive. Mm. So we, we deliberately set the business up on that that basis because I've seen a lot of people who will leverage themselves uh, quite strongly into what they think is an absolutely fantastic idea, but because they haven't mastered money and they haven't cash flowed the business properly, they don't last long enough to actually see that through. Mm. So uh, uh, and that that meant we started very slowly and very, very humbly. I mean, very humbly to start with. Uh, But the good thing about that is, if you start humbly and you live within your means, it means you're honing your craft. So uh, you're getting better and better at what, you know, the, the, the old Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hours to uh, expertise. Yeah. And for 10,000 hours, that's 10 years of someone's life to become a real expert in something. Well, you need to be able to survive long enough to do that. So if you're, if you're honing the craft and doing it pretty mean and lean 
initially while you're building up your skill, then all of these things are growing together so that when, when they come together, you've got the expertise, you've got the skill, you've then got the cash flow to be able to really uh, invest back into the business. That's great. That's great. Um, and that's touching on the entrepreneurial mindset there. We're doing things there as well. So uh, two really key uh, key concepts there to dive into. Now, um, as we kind of finish up, there's just been some incredible um, incredible insights there, passive-aggressive. Um, I love that you talked about yeah, building your safety net before just jumping out. And, yeah, I know you've got to understand your personality profile for that as well. Um, but, and the key area is starting with the end in mind for your business and, and discussing it with your partner if you're in it, uh, if you're with a partner or particularly if you're doing a business together. There's um, some incredible things there too. And I know you've written uh, a really fantastic book um, that you'd like to share with our readers um, today as, 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 a, as a free gift to them. So uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so the book's called Get Invested. Uh, it's exactly the same name as my podcast, uh, get invested as well, and it's got a very similar mission. It's the it's the why. Why do you need to invest in yourself? Why do you need to invest in your skills? And why do you need to invest in other things that are going to uh, create the wealth that's going to give you the time so that you can enjoy the freedom to uh, have a fulfilled life? So, uh, and I, the reason I've written the book and the reason I've got the podcast, Josh, is that I'm both frustrated and fearful for a lot of uh, hard-working, time-poor professionals who mistakenly still believe that working hard, buying a home, paying it off and living it off your super is going to be a way to a sustainable lifestyle. Uh, people who continue down that path are going to be in for a massive shock. Their lifestyle is going to fall off the cliff when and if they can afford to stop work and, and a, a lot won't and uh, to quote a quite a, a pretty scary stat uh, the most recent abs figures suggest that over 70 percent of uh, people who have retired over the age of 65 are, are surviving on an average of fifteen thousand three hundred dollars a year josh wow that's 295 bucks a week now i don't know about you but 295 bucks a week doesn't go very far no so uh, what I'm really wanting to do is for hard-working, time-poor professionals to lift their heads and start living with intent. Mm. So, and what I mean by that is uh, every one of us, you and I, every second of every day, we're investing our time, our energy, our resources, our money in something, whether we're conscious of it or we're not. All I'm asking you to, to be is be conscious of that to start taking control of your life so you're making it happen rather than letting life happen to you. Because a lot of people use I'm too busy, I'm too busy as an, and it's an excuse. It's a straight-up excuse. We are in control of our time. Yeah. We decide where we're going to put that time. Uh, if, if, we, if we don't have the courage and the bravery to get clear on what's important to us and then start building a life around that, we've got no one else to blame but ourselves. We don't need anyone's permission for that. We, we can make that call and uh, get invested is going to help the listeners to start opening their eyes to what those opportunities are. So I take you on the journey of this is where life is heading for you if you don't start to do something differently. But here are some options for you to start considering that are fundamentally going to change that. So I, it's a really, a, I want to whet people's appetite to the opportunity that they have. 
And then they can go in a thousand different directions. They can start their own business. They can invest in property. They can invest in shares. There's a whole whole number of ways they can start to build that uh, shadow. But uh, I just want to wake people up to uh, get them to start taking some action to move towards that rather than get to the end of it. And I, I get to see a lot of people, Josh, who are 55 coming on 60 going, and I, excuse my French, but I call it the oh shit super moment. Oh shit, my super is not going to be enough to uh, sustain my lifestyle. I'm going to have to keep working until the day I drop or I'm going to have to survive on next to nothing. Mm. So I'd, I would rather have that wake up moment now in your 20s and 30s than have that wake up moment in your 50s, which a lot of people tend to do and quite often it's too late by then. Yeah, yeah. Look, that sounds fantastic and that's that's exactly uh, the theme uh, we've we've put together here for the Master Your Money show. So listeners, be intentional with that. Um, Yeah, take control of your time to really invest into that Get Invested book. It's going to be incredible. And um, we just want to thank you, Bushy, for for being on the show as well and sharing, sharing your journey. And sharing what you've learnt, and and also what what uh, what you're doing to help other people, and what people can do practically moving forward today to really help improve their situation as well. And uh, listeners, we've got more interviews coming as well. So again, be intentional, take time out to really get into that. We're going to keep diving into uh, this area of, of business and money, and keep exploring it from these different angles. So we know you're going to get heaps out of it. Again, Bushy, uh, thank you for joining us on the show. My pleasure and really appreciate the opportunity, mate. Uh, You're doing some great things and people are going to get a lot of value out of what you're sharing. Thanks, Josh. Fantastic. And listeners, we'll see you soon. Bye. Well, Freedom Fighters, how good was that? To get a summary of all this investment gold in the show notes, just email me on hello at khgroup.com.au. That's H-E-L-L-O at khgroup.com.au. Or check us out at www.bushymartin.com.au forward slash get invested. I look forward to joining you next week for another episode of the Get Invested podcast. So thanks for listening. And as always, dream as if you live forever and live as if you'll die 